Thank you for being with us today. We would love to have you join us in person. To partner with us or to give online, go to www.upperroomohio.com. We hope you enjoy this message. gotten up here and cried in a while, so I thought it might be good. Um, honestly, I feel like, um, and this is the spot I'm in, but I think there might be others here. I feel like there's a small bit of us that's just keeping a little bit back from God, that we've given him 99.9%, but we're afraid to give that last 0.1%. And um, the Lord's really been talking to me about heart today. And I was brought to Ezekiel 11:19, where it says, I will give you a new heart. I, God, God, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within them. I will take from them the heart of stone, even a 0.1% of your heart. And I will give them a heart of flesh. And I love this part here. This is from the Amplified. That is responsive to my touch. Oh, God, we want to be responsive to your touch. I mean, we want to know your heart and your heartbeat. And honestly, when Adam said, I'm inviting you into the living room, I said, I felt like the Lord said, I'm inviting you into the intimate not just the living room, but all the way into the intimate. And then God showed me the picture of how the veil was torn from top to bottom because we have full access to him, full access to him, every part of him knowing every part of us. And that is the place we sing hallelujah from. From that, that's the place where we worship. From that spot, that's the part where we know and we're known. So I just invite you right now to put your hand on your heart. Um, I saw a teaching from Candace Johnson, and she said this is the year of the heart. And I feel like this is the year of the heart. you to put your hand on your heart. God, we came out here today. We braved the snow and the roads, and we don't want to leave without you giving us a heart transplant today. Any part of my heart, any part of um, the hearts of those here, God, that is not fully surrendered, fully, even a 0.1%, it to you. And God, I just really feel like I hear you so clearly saying, so clearly saying, and I think this is for someone here, you can trust me with your heart. Don't be afraid. You can trust me with your heart. 
I will not squish it. So God, tenderize our hearts. Any piece of my heart, any piece of the hearts of those here, God, just a tiny piece that may have like a little stony piece to us, God. We want flesh. We want a beating fleshly heart after you. Fleshly, responsive to your touch. I love the way the Amplified said that, that we are responsive, responsive to your touch. So I just really, I want to lean in. I mean, we came out here for something. I didn't brave those roads for nothing. We came out here for something. And I want to release an endless hallelujah to a king, to a God who can be trusted, trusted with our hearts. Yes. So let's just go into that endless hallelujah forever. <laughs> forever. Let our voices rise, all creation cries, singing out in endless hallelujah. From this moment on, join with heaven's song, we're singing out in your heart. 
I just really want to pray for people today. I just really want to pray for hearts. I really want to pray for hearts. I just really want to pray for your heart today. God, I just pray for those that have shattered hearts. Those that have broken hearts. Those that have hearts that are that are so after you, but even there's a tiny, like God has shown me, like, like sometimes there's just this tiny little piece of your heart, just tiny, tiny, tiny. But that's the piece of the heart that may flow for you to walk. It's like the vein that comes out of that piece of heart is like you're walking your your that connects to your leg. Um, whatever your heart condition is today. I just really feel like when we were t- when we sang the song "Great Are You, Lord," he said he restores every heart that is broken. Yeah. So I just believe and I declare that for you today that God is restoring your heart today. Yeah. And I think even there's some physical pieces of that as well. Um, and so if you have a heart um, thing, I want you, if anyone has a physical heart thing, I just um, declare and speak over you that God is restoring your heart. He's restoring your heart. He's restoring your heart. Yes. And I feel like even when we were seeing Great Are You, Lord, and he said our hearts will cry out and these bones will sing. I feel like God is giving us a heart cry today that it's going to rise out of our bones. So God, I just thank you. I thank you. I just um, I just ask you to begin to thank him. I always get up here and say thank you, but I just begin to thank him for the for the things that he has done in your life. Begin to thank him for the dreams he's restored. Begin to thank him for restoring your heart, restoring your dreams, restoring life, putting together the shattered pieces. We thank you. We thank you, Jesus, for your
go back into that. Our hearts, our hearts will cry and these bones will sing. I just really feel like there's a heart cry today. There's a heart cry that as you begin to enter in, I really feel like that there's a restoration that's going to happen in your heart. Yeah. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry. These Josh kind of caught me, and I said, no, it's not dead, it's dormant, just like outside right now, it may look like, and it may feel like it's zero degrees out there, and there's nothing happening, <laughs> but it's happening under the soil, it is, it may not be manifest, and we may not see the flowers, and we may not see the green, and we may not see the vegetation, but it is not dead. It is not dead. I'm gonna, I really want to lean into um, last week at the end of the service when Josh spoke, which, by the way, I just have to say he did amazing. <laughs> um, but there was, a, there was a call and there was kind of a cry um, for all the people that have these 
dead dreams or dreams that they had thought been unfulfilled or um, is God going to still continue to move? And so um, I, I just really want to um, just kind of lean into that dreaming thing from last week. <clears throat> and I just really feel like God is restoring dreams. And and I just be I just um I just believe and declare that they are not dead. They may be dormant, they may be underground, but you know what happens underground seeds. And just like God has been showing me about your heart, <laughs> what's happening in your heart, your heart's inside of you. Man looks on the outside, but God knows your heart. He knows your heart. Just like outside, we only see the outside, we only see what's what's um, on top of the surface. We don't know the seeds and all that's happening underneath. And um, I just really feel like God wants to minister to people. Just really feel like God wants to minister. And um, so, since we're just going to keep worshiping and loving Jesus, I feel like there's a miracle thing happening. Um, and I wasn't sure if this would come into play, but I think Ty has a word. Um, that that is that's good to share now um that we're kind of cruising along in life with our little dreams and we think oh nothing's going to happen nothing's going to change and we're just kind of cruising along and ty brought this word up to me and i wasn't sure exactly how it fit but i feel like god's expanding people's um people's thoughts today that God's expanding what he has for you God's expanding what he wants to do with you and as your heart is restored as your heart is made complete that it flows to your head and then you begin to see and know and realize different things so I feel like I think I think this is the word for now so when we were praising the God of miracles he gave me this picture of He's taught us all like to ride the bike, right? If you can picture when you were little and you learned to ride the bike and how exhilarating that was and when your dad maybe let go and, and off you went and you're riding without the training rails and woohoo, right? That's awesome. But now it's like he's taken us. Can you picture, have you ever seen on TV maybe the salt flats where they do just the fastest races to set records? And it's just all out like you are flooring it. And that's where they do like the Lamborghinis and the Corvettes. And you're just, it's amazing to watch on TV. I bet you'd love to be there in person someday, wouldn't you, Pastor Aaron? <laughs> right? Um, so now he's saying it's time to level up. Let's go for this. Riding a bike is not all I have for you, church. He says, I want to show you what we can accomplish together, what you're created for. Yeah. Isaiah 43, he says, he doesn't leave us in the fire. We're not going to be burned. We don't drown when we're going through waters of difficulty. And later he says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. Forget all these amazing things I've done before. Yes, you learned to ride a bike and it was awesome, but I have more for you. See, I'm doing a new thing. It now springs up. That's verse 18 of Isaiah 43. He makes a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. So let's go there with God. There is more in you than being a little bike rider. He has the exhilarating rush of a lifetime with all he's put in you and what he wants to accomplish and how he wants to build his kingdom through you. It's amazing. You are Lamborghini worth it. You are not just a little two-wheel bike pedaling along. He has the race of a lifetime for you. So let's go for it in Jesus' name. Listen, we're, is, is it okay? We're, we're called Upper Room Worship Center. Is it okay if we just have a worship service today? So get, get comfortable for a moment. I want to teach you something while we continue to worship. I don't, 
I don't want to dismiss the kids, and I don't want to leave this moment we're in. Because when Adam said, like, we're in a living room moment, and then when Angie said, I didn't brave the snow and drive 35 minutes on a good weather day to get nothing. We came for something. And I believe this. I believe, like, God is looking for some laid-down lovers. He's not looking for, for laborers just to labor. He's looking for laid-down lovers. If you go back to the story of Martha and Mary, it was Mary that fell at Jesus' feet. Why? Because she caught his gaze. She was in awe of him. And I believe we have one of those moments right here. And this isn't just a shortcut because there's snow outside. I had plan A. I had plan B. Now we're on plan C. So, so for a moment here, and then we're just going to get back into worship and, and, and stay there. So this song was written, Endless Hallelujah, was actually written while a boy was on his deathbed in California. He literally was expected to die. They said, plan the funeral. He was not expected to walk out of that, that room, and they wrote this song. Jonathan Helser wrote this song in, 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 a, in a cry that no matter what, God, you're good. You are a prayer answering God. You are a miracle worker. You are a healer. But then all of a sudden he just said, something overwhelmed me in the awe of God. Something overwhelmed me knowing that God's good and knowing that I just worship him. And I believe that's the moment we're in right now that no matter the chaos outside, no matter how long you had to shovel out a driveway to get here, no matter what you're facing this week, like God is really, really good. And he's worthy of a worship service right now. He's worthy of us just saying, you know what, Let's not, it's not about being ministered to. Let's minister to you, Jesus. It's, it's, there's a moment here where we actually get to connect with heaven and minister to Jesus. So we're going to take a few minutes here, but I want to I read a story to you. And this story is, is, it's basically in Psalm 65.8. And, and here's David in this place, and it says, Those who live at the ends of the earth stand in all of your wonders. From where the sun rises to where it sets, you inspire shouts of joy. He then says also in Psalms 33.8, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Now listen, the kingdom of heaven is, is not only a future promise, but it's a present day reality. We get to live in the kingdom forever. We get to actually catch his gaze forever. We get to sit here in awe of him, in his goodness, in his marvelous, uh, in his majesty. Like, so the story I want to read is in Revelations 4. 5 through 11 says this, and I usually can't get through this without crying. I want to set the stage for worship and what Steve's going to bring here. And I just want to, I believe this, there is an endless hallelujah that sings through the earth from the beginning of time. Hallelujah is the most universal word on the planet. I don't know if you knew that. Hallelujah, no matter where you go, it means the same thing. It's an awe and a reverence and a praise to God, to Yahweh. It's this amazing thing. So we go to Mexico, we go to Costa Rica, we, we go to France, we go to all these places, and we get to say hallelujah. And they say it a little different in each place. Some of us, hallelujah. You know, but hallelujah is this universal language, and, and all of heaven is singing it all the time. And so Revelation 4 is this. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. Listen, I, I read this story, and I, and I just, I catch a gaze of God every time. Like... And our, our worship isn't to get a response for God. Our worship is a response to God. We worship not for his response. We worship as a response. 
So here all of heaven is, is this picture of John Beloved leaning into the bosom of Jesus, leaning into to between his shoulders, like, like just leaning in, and, and Jesus, God, and his, all of his might and all of his love and all of his grace, he's giving John this, this glimpse of heaven. He goes on to say, before the throne were a sea of glass like crystal. In the midst of the throne and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. The first living creature was like a lion, the second living creature like a calf. The third was a face like a man, and the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes all around and within. Why? Because God's so amazing they couldn't take their eyes off of him. No matter where they went, no matter, no matter what happened, no matter what was going on in the atmosphere, they could never take their eyes off him. Why? Because he's that good. It didn't matter what snow came. <laughs> it didn't matter what tomorrow brings. Like they couldn't take their eyes off God because he's that good. It goes on to say, the four living creatures, each having six wings, are full of eyes all around within. And they do not rest day or night singing, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne, who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne saying, you are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by you are all, they all exist and were created. Listen, it takes an eternity to worship God because of all of his greatness. Every holy is a glimpse of a new nature they're catching of God. Holy, whoa, holy, holy. Every time they say holy is this glimpse of a new nature, a new title, a new, a new realm of who God is to them. And for eternity it takes this because he's that good, he's that deep, he's that amazing. And, and I know this might be a really long worship service for us, for what we're used to. This is not a 30-minute thing, get in, get out. Like, we're going to resonate in this. We're going to soak in this for a little bit. And Adam and the team, they're just going to lead us back into the throne room with this. And, and, and Steve's word is going to penetrate. But I believe this, he is worthy of an hour worship service. He's worthy of a five-hour worship service. He's worthy of all of heaven and the 24 elders and four living creatures the cherubim and the seraphim bowing down, continuing to sing, worthy are you, Lord. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. That's how worthy he is. Listen, he's not looking for laborers. He's not looking for more work today. He's not looking for performance. He's not looking for you to be somebody you're not supposed to be. He's looking for you just to lay down your life. He's looking for the Abrahams and the Isaacs that are willing to give it all. He's willing. He's looking for the Shadrachs, Meshachs, and Abednego. He's ready to go to the fiery furnace, willing to give their life for the love of God. Like he's looking for the Joshua's that say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord and put him first. He's looking for the Davids that above all just want to worship him and catch his gaze. This one thing I desire, this one thing, to dwell on your beauty, to dwell in your house forever, to focus on you, to be face to face with you. This one thing. I believe that's what God's presenting us with today. Steve's going to close us out here, and we're just going to worship. We'll do the business stuff later. Is that a good deal? Amen. Can we just stand? Can we all stand? It'd be really great. <laughs> it's uh, been interesting. Uh, a lot of people don't know. Maybe some people know. But anyway, I'm, I'm a worshiper at heart. 
I don't feel like I was created to worship. And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll hear a voice that says this. When you, Lord, said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face I'll seek. And so what does that mean? What does that look like? It looks like stopping. It looks like slowing down. It looks like making a choice. It looks like traveling a distance to sit in a room by yourself. It looks like on your bed at night thinking about God and you wake up in the middle of the night and you have a heart that leans to Him. If you have anxious thoughts, you turn to God and say, You are my shepherd. It's all that stuff. It, it compasses all of us. And um, just to be honest with you, I, uh, I, tell, I tell Jesus this. This is, this is the truth. I give my all to you, Jesus, but I don't even know what that looks like. I don't even know what that means. But by faith today, I'm saying I'm giving everything to you. I'm giving everything to you. And it's always by faith. Do you know that? Everything in Christian life is by faith. We worship by faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith. We do all these things by faith. And I remember one day I was sitting and I was singing. And I was singing a song and all of a sudden I said, Father, we give the best of us. And Father, we give the rest of us. So when does that happen? When do we give the best and when do we give the rest? It happens in a moment. From this moment right here. Today I give my best to you. And today I give my rest to you. And no matter how far we think we're away from God or no matter what we've done, the word of word says this, all who come to me, I will not turn away, but I'll bring you in. And so it's like, it's like today, Jesus, I don't know what it means, but this is one thing I do know. I want it. I want it to be 100%. I want it. I want you what you want. And Jesus, what I, what I know about you, that we can take advantage of our advantage because you did break the veil from top to bottom. Luke says, even before, as Jesus, before Jesus breathed his last breath, the veil was rent. To me, that's the Father just leaning over heaven, saying, it is done, it is done, and he just couldn't wait, and he crashed it as Jesus broke, breathed his last breath. And so we have amazing freedom to come boldly into the throne of God. We have, have amazing freedom to give the best of us and the rest of us as we just lean in and press in. For some of us, it might mean just changing your seat. It might be saying, you know, today I'm just going to, whatever it means, Jesus, I'm giving the best of who I am. And I'm giving the rest of who I am. And so that might mean for you that just to take a step, come forward. And I would encourage you, if you've never come forward before in worship, just to come, just do something that says, Jesus, I give the best to you, the rest of you. That might be for the first time raising your hand. It might be saying, I'm coming up front just to stand in God's presence. Or it might mean that maybe at the end of the service, if there's a call for us to receive prayer, I'm going to come up and receive prayer because I need Jesus. To, I need Jesus to be the best and for me to give my best to him because he is the best. And he gave all of his life. Every day he gave the rest of his life for us. Every day. It wasn't just on the cross. It was every day he came to this planet. He gave the best he was and the rest that he was to his father every day. And that's what Jesus is asking us to do. So let's just pray.
and then we'll go back into worship. And, I, and seriously, I really would, as we're getting ready to go back and worship, just as I'm praying, would you just come down if you say, Jesus, you know, today, I don't know what it means, but I do know what it means. It means I'm giving the rest to me and the best to me. If that's you, just come down and say, Jesus, I'm doing that today. I'm going to do it by faith, and I'm believing that faithful are you. If I commit what I am to you, you are faithful to receive what I give to you today. He's not looking for anything but faith. Your faith is an act of your will, choosing, saying, Jesus, today, I'm giving the best of my life and the rest of my life to you by faith. And so I would encourage you just to come. Just come now. Just come now. Just come now. Yeah, come now. Come now. I really saw the Lord on you today. When I came in, I saw the Lord on you. And he's heard that you want to give your best and the rest because you've, you've brought what you've had to him time and time again. And I just want to let you know that he's received it. And what she says was, you're, you're going to, he, she, what, she, you are what she said. <laughs> you, you are, you're going to ride the bike big, big time in a different way. So I just want to encourage you in that. So. So we slow down to be found by you. So we slow down to find you. It's our hearts today. We give the best of us. And we give the rest of us, we give to you. Now just give it to him. Just speak it out. Jesus, I just give the best of me. Just give the rest. So we slow down to be found. So we slow down to find you. We want to find you today, Jesus. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Don't pass us by. Turn in and stay a while. Break the bread. Serve the wine. Open our eyes. So we slow down. All to be found. To be found by you. Be found by Adam's just going to lead us in some worship. And, uh, I just feel like we might just walk around praying for people. Is that okay? A few of the leaders just walk around. Is that all right? Can you do that, Aaron? Can you just do that? Go ahead. Jesus, we just honor you right now. You're so worthy. Give our hearts to you because you're worthy. No other reason that you're worthy. That's why we worship this morning. You're worthy. Mm -hmm. 
Sometimes it just looks like saying yes. Just start with yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Yeah, just begin to let your own song rise up. The one you were, the one you were created to sing. The one that brings pleasure to his heart. Just begin to sing to him. Just begin to sing a love song to the king. song as we sing this. We're going to sing Endless Hallelujah again. I think we may be able to sing it from a different place now. Just going to sing it out. Oh gosh, we're so in love with you, King. You want me, Jesus. You want me. Forever I'm yours. I can't get enough of you, my King. can't get enough
disappears in his presence. Problems disappear in his presence. Addiction disappears in his presence. Illness disappears in his presence. His very nature is so good.
this, and I, I just want the band and the team just to prophesy over each of you here, just, just with their instruments, just with a song. As you lift up a, a hallelujah, as you lift up a song just with your heart to the Father, just lift up, edify Jesus. Just, just listen, he's in here. He's here. His presence is here. He's always here. He's here. Just let them prophesy over you right now. Just, just take this moment where we thank you, Jesus.
Pastor's been talking a lot lately about like digging deep wells of worship. Like it's these moments right here where we're pushing in when sometimes it even feels like it might be bored, boring, or like we've went so long. Like those are actually digging deep wells. It's almost like training for raining. It's you're training. Like I used to only be able to worship if it was the right song, you know, the right thing, just my favorites and you know, and then pretty soon it's like, well, I don't even need music. I just, I just turn my heart to the Father. I just turn my heart to Jesus. Now it's literally just a, an affection and an adoration. It's just literally just switching something. And you know, now music's not needed. I can go for hours and just sit in His presence because it's so good. He's just so good. But this is digging deep wells. There may be a day we need to draw from those wells, but we're building up deposits and we're doing something. But at any rate, it's just, it's good when we can just lift up the king, amen? It's good when we can just set time aside just to focus on him and fix our eyes and our heart and our mind and everything on him. Hey, why don't you just do something for a moment? Why don't you just find somebody and just, just pray for them, bless them, and then we'll, we'll take up offering, show an announcement video, tell you about the event we have going on tomorrow, um, and dismiss. But why don't you just take two to three minutes and just bless somebody. Go. You'll find somebody that's maybe they caught your eye today, they've been on your heart lately, somebody new. Just go bless somebody and take like two to three minutes. Just bless somebody and then we'll, we'll be dismissed. And